this is the Mercy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. As Joe Rowley once said, LinkedIn is no longer an online resume. It's your digital reputation. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Kimberly Watkins-Swank, a social media and content marketing specialist with over 15 years of experience in marketing and advertising. She helps companies optimize and grow their social media to fuel their company growth. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our expert will share her experience, expertise, and the tools she suggests to get it all cleaned up. How messy is your back end? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your back end is and how to clean it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And now on to our expert, Kimberly Watkins-Swank, for her expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. So today we have a messy back-end question submitted by one of our listeners. She said, I've heard that I should create a LinkedIn company page. Should I create one? And what content should I be marketing on it? Well, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate you taking the time. And to answer your question, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to start out by saying that LinkedIn has the highest organic reach and engagement rate of any social media platform. If you're looking to get the most out of your social media without paying any money, LinkedIn is the way you need to go. And setting up a company page is pretty easy. Sheila's gonna send out some information on an ebook. We go step through step through step on how to set it up. Also, LinkedIn has the highest with the delivering content. It's the highest organic rate. So just to clarify for some of our listeners, when you say highest organic rate, you're talking about like, I'm familiar with, you know, Facebook and Instagram. When I post something from one of my business pages, it'll be like, it's reached, you know, X amount of people. It's only reached 800 of your, you know, 5,000 audience, but you can boost this post to reach more of them. And then they want, they want my money because that's how they advertise. And to clarify what you're saying is it's going to organically without needing to boost or without needing to pay, reach more people stronger, right? Is that correct? Okay. Correct. More than let's say Instagram or Facebook. The key to getting the most organic reach out of pretty much any platform, but especially LinkedIn is interacting with your followers. And the more you interact with them from your company page, the more they're gonna see you in the feed. I don't know if that makes any sense. So- that definitely does, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so So for people who are LinkedIn challenged, which wouldn't- A lot of us are, I'll I'll raise my hand to that. Right, so LinkedIn seems to me to be the platform that probably most people struggle with. And I say most people just because the people that I interact with specifically 
aren't the big CEOs, job seeking type people. And that's what people see it as. I think entrepreneurs see it as more of it's for the CEOs. It's for the job seekers. I want to work for Delta. So I'm going to go, you know, find out what's going on with Delta. So I start my business page. I've got all the information on there. How do I then engage my understanding, quite understand how to engage with my, my business page? So what I would do, let's say with mine, if I were to target, let's say agencies, advertising agencies, I would go on and I would follow all of them, all of their business pages. From your company page, you would follow them? And then I would go in and interact with them. And I would also put on like lots of blogs, lots of, and it's actually better to save, just so you know, this saved post documents as a PDF. I don't know if you knew that. No, I just okay. LinkedIn likes PDFs more. And for every, just interact and get in there. And also having your LinkedIn company page is a great way to engage with your community. It also is a great way to network. It's, you can put out tons of information. And also like if you to treat yourself, if you're an entrepreneur, you can treat yourself as a company and then go in and have your own company page. Like say, it's Sheila, Sheila's company page. And go out there and promote that. I don't know if I'm making quite, if I'm being clear enough. Yeah. So here, let's to help it be a little bit more clear. Let's use an example. Like say I am a portrait photographer because right. I am. That's, that's not just a hypothetical situation. I take portraits of people, uh, whether it be headshots or lifestyle portraits or branding portraits. Right. How could I leverage, you know, LinkedIn business page? Like if I were to set something up today, say after we're done with our interview here, right. what would the steps that I would do? Uh, and, and then hopefully our audience members can kind of replicate that for their business. Like what would you do for starting out? What should I focus on? Should I focus on sharing my content that is just purely headshots that I've already taken in the past and say, cause that's how I would do it on Instagram or right. Facebook. Uh, or am I writing more blog posts and articles about, hey, these are five reasons why you need to have an updated headshot, you know, for your business page. What would you think? Uh, what are the best ways to approach that? All of it. I know that doesn't help a lot, but all of it, because you need to, I would definitely go out and do an example of your work. I would also go out and put on different blogs you write, like the best, the, how to get the best lighting. Right. Showcase your specialty services and any promotions that you have. Also, like if you were to go into Google and just type in photography in Arizona, yeah. the more activity you have on your LinkedIn, the more likely it's going to pull up in Google. Okay. To have a company page and to have that information going on in Google also helps your overall search results. That's good. So when we create our, our company business page, do we need to be watching keywords to make yes. that come up in Google? You know, cause like some, we recently had someone on talking about how Pinterest will really help you rank. And now, you know, LinkedIn will help us rank as well. We need to watch those keywords, right? Exactly. And in your company profile, it's best to actually put three of your top keywords in your description. And also you can follow different keywords on the side with, you know, you can go over and look, it's on the back end. So like your viewers don't see it, but you can go and you can see what's trending. Let's say photog hashtag photography, Arizona, and then everything, all the news, everything will pop up. And then you can share that information. You can figure out what's going on in that information. And that's, only with the company LinkedIn pages that you can go in and do it. That uh, you just said something that kind of has me 
asking a follow-up question. I see a lot of people on LinkedIn that all they're, I feel like all they're really doing is they're sharing other people's content. Right. Now, is, is that something that you recommend sharing others' content or mostly creating your own content to share and then promote? It should be a, what I call the, the rule of thirds. It should be okay. a third of the industry information, which would be those articles you're talking about. Right. Another third would be your branded content stuff like photography in Phoenix, Arizona, stuff specific to your company. Okay. And then another one would be the third would be your blogs, things that you come up with, with things that you create. Okay. So you have basically your your own creative blogs, whatnot, and then your own promotional branded materials. And then you have a third that would be those articles that you're talking about. Okay. So you're saying when we do the blog, so I actually went on one of my company pages the other day to post a blog and it gave me a limited amount of words I could put. And I thought that's weird. So now for what you're saying, instead of putting that blog up, maybe we just put like a paragraph about the blog and then there's a, a PDF attachment, right? Yes. Cause that actually has been getting higher engagement rate for some, whatever reason, LinkedIn likes the PDFs as of today. And recently LinkedIn did a ton of updates. I want to say earlier in the year because of these updates and the additional functions that it has, it's really just now starting to crank it out, which you had mentioned a lot of people don't know about it and are intimidated by it. And I get it. It's because it just done all of this new stuff, like all these new upgrades and this, the company pages, all this functionality is pretty new. So the company pages are getting more functionality where before they were fairly limited. I think probably too, there's fewer company pages than there are personal pages, which may be why they're ranking as well. Do you think? Exactly. And this is what I suggest. I suggest photography business, go out, create your company page and the ebook that uh, we were discussing earlier, Sheila, and which you will have, it goes through all these steps, how to do it, when to do it, best practices, how to target. It also goes through the hashtag hashtag strategy. I don't think anybody completely understands that. No, I think that's why on Instagram, you just put as many as you could possibly put on there, right? Like, um, and actually in the company pages, it's three to five. So minimum on, on Instagram, I heard is 15, so three to yeah. five is way better than 15. They also on LinkedIn, they tell you to change, routinely change them. So you can have up a list of 30 and just routinely change them. It's just, it, it's such a booming business in the sense it's just all new and coming out. LinkedIn has just completely changed their way of going about things and they're pushing more of the company aspect. And that's probably why it's so organic at this moment. And why it's you get such a good ROI on it is because it's not quite there yet. Cool. You know, whereas other things are saturated, more saturated like Facebook and right. Instagram. And maybe that's LinkedIn's like niche. Like they're gonna start going after the company. Right. Um, because I think for a while they were really trying to compete with Facebook right. and there's really just no competition because it's a different type of platform, meaning it's more for business owners mm -hmm. than it is for individuals who just want to share, you know, the flow of what life or whatever, which, you know, it's also a good way for, again, I'm going with photography for the photography business to, you could go out and here is just a presentation page of your company that's on LinkedIn. And if you have your keywords like photography Phoenix, if someone goes in there, let's say if I wanted, me personally to have some lifestyle shots. And I was like, hmm, who in Phoenix can go in and let me see if I can find a company in Phoenix. And I just type in hashtag or just type in photography Phoenix and that company would come up. Yeah. And I would go look at it. It's also a search portal that a lot of businesses 
are using to go in. And if you're networking, let's say if I were to go to a wedding conference or a wedding show, and I'd be like, here, check out my company on LinkedIn. Basically, you can interact directly with them. So I could send a direct email to you, like, what are your packages? To have a website costs money, you know, to constantly update it, to have a web designer, to have a content manager, where LinkedIn's free. Well, thank you, Kimberly. And we will definitely have your ebook available, a link to your ebook on our website, themessybackend.com. And that's going to be episode 58. So you just messybackend.com slash EP58. And you'll be able to get a hold of that. And I've seen it. I, I admit I have not read the whole thing. But what I, I did, I glanced through it. And there is a ton of information in there. So you all need to go check that out on the on the website and uh, get grab that from Kimberly. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. Nate and Sheila signing off until next week. That's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.